All right, we've got Puteho on the line to talk to us about all things aviation, A-Link, Flas FA, SAA, everything. Hello, Puteho. Good afternoon. Uh, 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 I don't want to uh, call you with the, with the name that, you know, I hate that name. Call me with mine. Call me with Nachi. mine. How are there you, we go. <laughs> how are you and how are the boys? The boys are good. I'm fine and we are all great. Wonderful. It's always great to hear your voice. Um, I know that you want to talk to us about Elink and, and Cefe, right? And how they've increased their prices to almost unaffordable prices. Yes, I've been inundated with the uh, queries from, uh, you know, the, our listeners uh, asking me to really what's happening with these prices that are just ridiculously expensive. Mm. Uh, on these services, especially Safair, which uh, obviously yes. they claim to be, you know, the the low cost and they are the cheapest. They advertise 400 rents on on the billboards and and, and stuff like that. But the, you know, the, the prices are quite expensive. So I what I did uh, last week and this um, um, and this early this morning today, I actually went on to their websites and have a look at these prices just to confirm again before we go on air about this issue. And mm. it's ridiculously expensive. The, the listeners are indeed complaining. And uh, I tried to take it up with the competition commission. And uh, mm. obviously, I can't make official complaint because it's not my issue. The listeners themselves, they can actually take it up with them. So what happens here is that... Uh, as you know, that the uh, both uh, Comair as well as Mango, they are not flying, which is the direct competition to to them, uh, Staff Air, Air Link, um, and they have not uh, um, uh, been able to fly. So they took advantage of the situation and increased the prices quite mm. heavily. Uh, I've been traveling to Cape Town and end up paying almost three thousand. That, that's that's wow. one way. That, wow. That's really. Too expensive. Steep. So, That's really steep. It is steep. I mean, Devon, that you always pay about 400, almost 1,000 yeah. rand, you know, one way. So it's very expensive, unaffordable for our customers. So we are just hoping that uh, Com Air coming back on the uh, the beginning of uh, September now, we hope that the prices will will down, will come down and uh, our passengers will be able to enjoy you know, the prices that they're used to uh, at really this, especially during this COVID time. I mean, are they even allowed to do this? Is this a general supply and demand issue? Are they not exploiting us given our economic crisis and, you know, the economic climate right now? Well, essentially what usually happens is, is that um, when the, there's a demand, um, mm. you, you can increase, but not with uh, almost 100%. Uh, mm. Actually, it's more than 100% because the prices are, are usually around uh, 400 to Devon, you know, 600 to Cape Town and so, but at the moment it's almost double. So they, they are not allowed to take uh, uh, advantage of the situation. They should uh, increase their prices, but not as bad as they are. I mean, everybody, even on their own uh, websites and their Facebook pages, passengers mm. are complaining. They are. You can go there and have a look at the stuff uh, uh, people are complaining. They are just ridiculously expensive, and, and I think they are taking advantage. I've certainly seen the complaints on social media and how people want to boycott them at some point. Okay, um, so let's talk about how SAA has new narrow body jets. What's the current situation there at SAA? 
Well, SAA, which is a very good story for me, and I, I'm actually, I know Glenn, Glenn and I, we are the, uh, <laughs> we like SAA. Uh, I, I'm not supposed to be saying that. But I'm an investor <laughs> in SAA in a form of a paying my taxes. And you mm. are an investor. Indeed. So, That's a nice so save. Us, That's a nice save. You know, uh, we are investors. You are investors. Thank you, an investor. <laughs> All of us, we are investors. Lelo. You know, so, so we've got to be very much, uh, uh, you know, uh, be happy that it's coming back on the skies. And so what happened is that uh, the SIA went and collected the two... Uh, 320 that has been stored in the desert there in Abu Dhabi. Uh, as you remember, that they have returned all the lease aircraft that uh, were part of the fleet uh, during the BRP process. So they renegotiated the new deal with the leasing company, uh, which has subsequently, you know, released to these two planes. And at the same time, they were they went under a fee check, which is a heavy maintenance. Uh, for, for them to be uh, worthy again, to be able to be utilized here at home. So they successfully were delivered, and uh, at the moment they are now working very hard on the restart of the airline. They also did a wonderful thing last week. Uh, they also did uh, a fly over my hometown in uh, Mafiking with the A340, preparing them for restart, and uh, I think the team is well ready to start. However... There is another issue which I think is worrying, but I, I just believe that uh, the management of SAA, Mr. Kokolo, and, and I'm yet to meet with him. He has confirmed that uh, his, uh, his office has confirmed that he will meet with me so that we can we can get, get a better understanding of what's happening. So the head of the training has uh, apparently resigned, but he has been replaced apparently, and uh, I'm yet to get the full details, but I, I don't think it's anything that is going to hamper on the restart of the airline. I'm, I'm sure they capa there are capable men and women that will be able to make sure that uh, the restart, it starts smooth, and uh, we are able to see our beloved springbok on the skies again, and the prices will come down, as we Please. know that uh, once the FAA is operating, um, everybody would be able to want to grab uh, the clients or the customers. And, and I think it would be very nice to see FAA coming back on the skies again. So I feel like we've got people at, on two different sides of the spectrum. You've got people complaining about the FlySafe Air uh, ticket prices, and then you've got people buying private jets because, you know, apparently prices are climbing because of first-time buyers. Tell us about that. So what happened is that uh, there are airlines that are providing um, the first class. You know, you've got your business class and you've got your first class. And those yeah. are the, the legacy carriers of your, your Lufthansa, um, you know, uh, Emirates, uh, Qatar, and, and, and so on. So the people that uh, fly with those first class are the ones that are now buying these private jets because, firstly, um, you know, they want their space. COVID has hit the world, and COVID yes. has really rampant the society. And everybody now wants to have his own space, and they just don't feel that they they are now safe to fly commercial airlines uh, for the amount that they're paying on the first class. So what mm. they have now decided to do is to team themselves up together and make sure that uh, they are able to, to fly the, the first class uh, not the first class, but their own private jets in a form of uh, a scheme. 
So the demand now became quite extensively in terms of uh, uh, those that want to have these debts now on the skies. So the people that have money, you and I don't have that money to buy the jet. Not even speak for yourself. Speak for yourself, please, Putepo. <laughs> please don't drag me into that. <laughs> so you and I would, would uh, uh, you know. So they, they decided to get uh, and into the market. Now the market mm. is it's now flooded with individual jets, where we see many people now are, are able to afford to to travel wherever they want to go. Um, they will hire their own uh, uh, crew. They will then do everything that they want to do on their own. But at the same time, this takes us back to those airlines that are now doing these um, uh, first class. It means it's, uh, the airlines are going to now uh, lose on the customers that are flying first class because there is that, uh, uh, there's no demand for the first class. Listen, it must be nice to be considering buying a private jet or not to buy a private jet. Nice. Nice life problems. Well, uh, I guess when you, um, when you have the, the means to do that, I guess mm. it's, a, it's a nice thing to have. Um, but then, you know, um, you should have enough uh, <laughs> resources to be able to do that. I, I'm yes, sure indeed. it should be good for anyone who, who doesn't want to mix up with me and and Lelo in, yeah. in a normal, uh, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. you can afford your... your me, your... me, I might be able to. You I might be able to. Yeah. <laughs> me, Lelo and so. Lelo will sit in the kettle class there as a bag and people don't want to mix with them, with us. Yeah, you're the problematic <laughs> ones. Thank you, Potejo. Enjoy the rest of yeah. your evening. Say hello to the boys. Thank you so much and uh, have, you, have a lovely afternoon with the listeners uh, at Thank home. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's our aviation expert, Mr. Putejo Mujapile, giving us uh, the best of aviation. Imagine that, thinking about whether or not you should buy yourself a jet so that you don't have to fly commercial. Nice.